Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning and welcome to 670 KBOI and the Home Fix Show. Thank you so very much for joining us here this morning for live talk radio surrounding subjects of home repairs and construction and improvement and contractors and materials and crazy prices going on in the industries today and trying to find people to get work done. We talk about all of that here on the Home Fix Show. Actually, I talk until you ask to uh, come in and join us. You do that by punching in to your phone, 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700, or 1-800-529-KBOI, 1-800-529-KBOI, and we will have our conversation about whatever help I perhaps could be to you and what's going on in your home and in your home improvement repair life. It's as easy as that. If you ever miss part of our show, podcasts are available at kboi.com, brought to you by Heating Equipment Company, and we thank them for that. Uh, at joprin.com, my website, you will find the trusted resource list of names and phone numbers of folks that uh, I recommend for you. I think we've got all the bugs figured out on that that we were experiencing last week, so give that a try again. There is an update on that list uh, from uh, just a week or so ago, so if you haven't printed one out or saved one or just bookmarked it, bookmark the latest version, because if you try to go back to an old bookmark, it may not work, and that's where you may have been having some trouble. So that's there for you, and uh, thanks for uh, hitting on those those people's names and phone numbers because uh, I think they do a good job, and I think they'll treat you right. Next week on the show, uh, April 24th, uh, George from Auto Detail Plus will be here with us to tell us how to, how to clean our cars properly. I know some of you are still driving around with that uh, surprising windstorm and rainstorm that we had a while back and haven't gotten that taken care of. Perhaps George has some tips for us. I tried washing it off and thought I had it all off and everything. And after dried and all that, it's like, hmm, I guess I didn't get it all. So maybe George will have some advice for us on how to properly clean our vehicles as we head into spring and summer and the heat that comes with that. So be listening next week for that. And then on May 1st, we're going to be uh, hitting the road for the first time in a very, very long time and going to the uh, Filter Girls Filter Factory outlet in Meridian for a remote broadcast. So look forward to that on May 1st. You could stop by, say hi. We'll still take phone calls and talk about other things during the show, but uh, that's where we will be originating from so we can tell you what's what's going on there. 208-336-3700 to join us today. I have no other guests in the studio or on the phone lines with me, so it is you and I and your questions and a few things that I have prepared, one of which um, I received a fairly, fairly, it, it, it's an interesting um, 
survey, some research, a study that was done by uh, BidOnEquipment.com, uh, a company that uh, obviously needed some information to uh, help them in their marketing and uh, sales and who they were talking to about what. And they they did a little bit, bit of research. It says here at the introduction to this, it says Americans have been spending quite a bit of time in their homes this year. So it's no surprise that it may, uh, that many took the opportunity to spruce up their surroundings with home improvement projects. Yes, we know that. It's been uh, a very interesting past year and a lot of people investing back into their home. But they continue here, whether it's putting a fresh coat of paint on the walls or an entire home renovation, do-it-yourself home improvement projects during the pandemic have come in all shapes and sizes and budgets, but which home improvement projects have been the most popular here in Idaho or whatever state you may be listening to us from? Um, This uh, bidonequipment.com analyzed Google search data in every state across the country to find out which types of projects Americans have been taking on this year. So what do you think, fellow Idahoans, was one of the most popular projects that people took on this past year in their homes? Um, here's going to be some of the results, and then I'll tell you where what Idaho's was. Uh, painting kitchen cabinets, um, how to lay landscaping blocks, painting the exterior of a house, installing a fence, kitchen remodel, uh, kitchen renovation, bathroom remodel, um, ceramic tile installation. Uh, These are some of the projects that topped different states' uh, popularities, I guess. So what do you think was the most popular of those that you heard? In Idaho, it was installing a fence. Installing a fence was the popular project that um, bidonequipment.com determined was the most popular project in the state of Idaho for do-it-yourselfers. I can I can see that. I, I hate to say how predictable I am sometimes, but I built a fence last year, so I guess a lot of other people did too. What other states did that top the list on? And do you see any patterns to your fellow Americans across the country. So I looked through the map of the United States that they provided in this study. What other states had installing a fence as their top do-it-yourself project? And I found Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, and West Virginia. Hmm. I I, I will let you make any correlation that you want there, but that's what topped in those other places. Utah had sort of a similar thing. Theirs wasn't just installing a fence, but they got specific. They said vinyl fence installation was the most popular there. So I thought that was pretty cool. It said after being cooped up in sides, America turned their attention to maximizing the curb appeal and outdoor space of their homes, according to BidOnEquipment.com's analysis, searches 
related to exterior home improvement projects were the most popular with 20 different states having some type of outdoor project as their top search during the pandemic. Yeah, I think people just had enough of being inside and they were going to do anything they could just to get out and do something, even if it was within the borders of their own property. Uh, Searches related to painting the exterior of homes, which that's starting here now. This is a this is the kind of weather and the, the time of year that uh, we start going crazy with exterior house painting uh, here in Idaho. But uh, painting the exterior of homes was primarily the most popular in the South, including Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Arkansas. Um, they said that uh, these states like Idaho, Connecticut, Indiana, Minnesota, North Carolina, um, Ohio and others uh, that were focused on outdoor privacy and security uh, projects. <laughs> uh, in New Mexico, stucco paint, which is common uh, southwestern regional decor style, that was the most popular item. Well, of course, if you've ever been uh, down in that area, I mean, it's, you know, 90% of the homes look like they're, they have a stucco exterior on them. And uh, installing ceiling fans, <laughs> no surprise there. And Climates where temperatures get so, so hot. But anyway, um, who who did these? Who who did these projects? Was it truly a do-it-yourself project? How many hired contractors? How many did a little bit of both? Um, well, it says that eighty-nine uh, percent of people made some type of an improvement to their home during the pandemic. That's uh, that's just a huge amount. I wonder how that would compare to a non pandemic uh, survey or research. But anyway, uh, do it yourself. Uh, 58% of people did these projects themselves. 27% hired a contractor and 15% did both. Um, Although I need to jump down here because there was something. uh, Regrets. Yeah, yeah. This was interesting. This was an interesting category that was was measured. Uh, Do it yourself regrets. The top reason that uh, do-it-yourselfers had regrets about the projects that they took on. And 27% of the people did say that they had regrets about taking on a project. Um, Here were the reasons why. 77% said the project took too long. Okay, I can see that. You know, we watch these television shows, we watch these videos, Everything fits perfect. There's never any tree roots in the hole. There's never any hidden wires in the wall. They always have enough paint. They don't have to go back and forth to the plumbing store 16 times. They always have the right part. So we think that they all go that way. And I can get this done in three hours and it ends up taking three days. I get that. So no doubt that that one is on the top of the list, that the project took too long which in my opinion means it exceeded their, uh, their patience level for what they thought it should take. Uh, 57% said it cost too much. Um, we always have this thing in our head. You know, it's like you said, Tara, you know, you don't, you don't realize what something costs until you think about the last time that you actually purchased that product and that price is stuck in your head. You think, yeah, last time I put tires on my car, it cost $430. Now it costs me 750 or something, you know, well, okay. They, they've gone up a little bit, but you haven't put tires on your car for six years or something. So 
Uh, you don't. You you always think things cost too much. Nobody ever says, "Wow, that was just cheaper than I thought it would be." Um, only thirty two percent said they were disappointed with the results. Um, okay, I hope they treated that as a learning experience, especially for first time projects. And twelve uh, percent of the people said it was just too complicated, and they should have hired a professional anyway. And again. Just a good evaluation of your skills, your tools, uh, your, your personal talents, and all of, all of that. So thanks to uh, Bid on Equipment for the work that they did putting this together. I think uh, a lot of us can relate to what we heard there as far as what was going on. So what were the, uh, the number or the top projects during the, the pandemic that's actually still continuing, I guess? Uh, exterior projects, 86%. Uh, then next down on the list was bathrooms at 45%. And then it starts dwindling pretty slowly after that. Kitchen remodeling next, down to living rooms, dining rooms, master bedroom, entryway, entryway uh, garages, basements, and bedrooms. Uh, and then an entire home renovation was at the bottom of the popularity list as, as these things went on. The budget for these projects can really add up. On average, homeowners said they spent, well, see if you did this. Uh, this is what homeowners said on average that they spent on their homes during the past uh, 14 months. $3,797 on home improvements during the quote-unquote pandemic. 30% of respondents said their budget fell within the $1,000 to $5,000 range. So, interesting uh Interesting information there that uh, was put together by by these folks at bidonequipment.com. Thanks for your research and thanks for sending that to us here on the Home Fix Show. We'll be back right after this. Larry in Caldwell, you are up on our phone lines next as the Home Fix Show continues on this Saturday morning. It's going to be a gorgeous day, so uh, let's get ready to get some work done on our homes You can join us, 208-336-3700. We'll be right back. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to 670 KBOI. The news when you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when it breaks, breaks. on 670 KBOI. How often do you have to clean and scrub grout lines in your kitchen and bathroom tile? Too often is probably the answer. Call Permatreat now and seal it forever. Seriously, that's their motto. Seal it forever, and they mean it. There is a better way than all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals, and Permatreat will introduce you to it. 208-895-0000. That's not a typo. That is the phone number for Permatreat. 208-895-0000. Permatreat will start with a deep, thorough cleaning of your tile and grout. They will make any needed repairs as they go. All cracked or stained caulking is removed and everything is made ready for the last sealant you will need. Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free evaluation and quote 208-895-0000. Permatreat, seal it forever. 208-895-0000. 
Renewable Energy Northwest starts the same way all the other PV companies start, with a copy of your power bill. The big difference is this is their starting point. One customer asked them to improve their power costs. The review came up with these solutions. Update the current HVAC system to an energy-efficient 21-sear heat pump system for a 20% savings. Install a solar thermal HVAC solution for heating water and assisting home heating for a 30% energy savings. Insulation improvements for 10% percent more energy savings, identification of inefficient appliances to be retired or replaced for an additional 5% energy savings, and these options resulted in a 65% energy reduction in the home. Now the solar PV needs to only cover the remaining 35%. Renewable Energy Northwest has a solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Solar Concepts of Idaho recommends another smart product, solar-powered attic fans. In warmer months, the temperature in your attic can reach over 165 degrees. That trapped heat builds up and forces your air conditioner to work harder, resulting in higher cooling costs. Solitube solar-powered attic fans pull out the heat, making it cheaper to cool your home. In the colder months, trapped moisture can lead to the growth of mold and fungus when the warm air in your home meets the cold air in your attic. Solitube solar-powered attic fans help pull this moisture out of your attic. Solar-powered attic fans from Solar Concepts of Idaho are safe, smart, and an inexpensive way to maximize efficiency and maintain a healthier home. Solar Concepts is Idaho's only premier Solitube products dealer. Visit them at 2053 East Fairview in Meridian or at solar-concepts.com. Again, that's solar-concepts.com. Hey, Woodcraft of Boise is home to just about everything that the professional or the garage hobbyist or the backyard woodworker could ever need or even imagine. Just just take a walk through the aisles at Woodcraft and you're going to see products and materials that you never even knew existed. It's amazing. And why is it all there? Because Woodcraft is all about woodworking and that is a personal expression of your taste and your abilities. If they bring you the latest tools and technologies and the best of finishes and hardware and all that, all at a price that makes sense, you can make things better and have more fun doing it. Fantastic blades and bits, the tops and tools and accessories. And yes, it's all here in Boise where you can put your hands on it and look it over. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. Want to come to a class and learn from a pro? Yep, Woodcraft does that too. Stop by the store for an upcoming schedule or visit woodcraftofboise.com. Woodcraft, helping you make wood work. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hey, welcome back to our program. Um, I want to see if you have these tools at your home. These are four tools that are going to say a lot about you and the type of things that you have either done in your past or you might even be doing some of them this afternoon. And in investigating some of these, I just thought about this. I thought, what are some of those tools that I've got, you know, kind of laying around or hanging on the wall of the garage that 
uh, oh, they get dusty and dirty, but you never want to get rid of them because you just might need that later. And I know that, uh, like I say, some of you probably are making your living with all four of these right now. So the first one that I thought about is a come along. Do you know what a come along is? Tara? No clue. Okay, well, you would, so I want you to picture this. You ever seen the thing on the front of a boat trailer? It's got that crank and that cable that you can hook onto the boat and then pull it up onto the trailer. Okay, I think I've seen one of those. Okay, so picture that in the middle of this device, but instead of a crank, it's got this big handle that's like a ratchet wrench that you can go and and pull that cable tight. Okay. On each end of it, it's got two big hooks, like chain hooks on it. So you can pull out this cable and hook it between two things and then, you know, and, and pull this thing back and forth and pull stuff together. You can make it come along. That's why they, ah, they okay. call Makes it. Okay, makes sense. Okay. So from Wikipedia, a come along or a power puller is probably the other name. Uh, it's a hand-operated winch with a ratchet used to pull objects. Uh, the drum is wrapped with wire rope. Come-alongs are not rated for overhead lifting, but a similar-looking device called a ratchet lever hoist is also used in this way. Well, I did a little deep digging here. The original tool of this type was developed by Abram Mazdam of Deep Creek, Colorado, about 1919 and later commercialized by his son, Felber Mazdam. Now, there's a name that needs to be resurrected. Anybody that's going to be having a little baby boy or grandson, they need to name him Felber, F-E-L-B-E-R. Let's see how that one goes over. Uh, that was in 1946. It has been copied by many manufacturers in recent decades. A similar heavy-duty unit with a combination chain and cable became available in 1935 that was used by railroads but lacked the success of the cable-only type units. A similar tool to come along is a to a come along is a cable puller which does not have a drum and ratchet but directly grips the cable allowing unlimited lengths of wire rope to be used. So my commentary on this is like most tools, there is junk that is manufactured, and then there are good versions. Most of what you and I have probably seen is junk. <laughs> junk come-alongs fight you. They don't operate well. They don't release well, and they can be just downright dangerous because they're cheap and they're, they're not made very well. So if buying one, really compare the visual design of it, the the heaviness of it, just the quality. You can tell a lot just by looking at things when you have them side by side. Now, professionals who use come-alongs or farmers or ranchers or something, they may spend several hundred dollars on top quality ones because they've been burnt or they've been hurt by the, those cheap ones. Promotional ones, yeah, you'll see them on sale for 15 bucks. And believe me, you'll get what you pay for. But be care, be careful because you're wanting this tool to do something that you physically can't. And strength is important and should be very much respected. So pulling a chain link fence is probably a little bit different uh, than pulling a, a truck or a, a tractor out of a river or out of, a, out of some mud or something. So uh, get one that's appropriate to the, 
the job that you're doing. What are the other three tools that I think are just, you know, I don't want to say a lack of respect, but it just, there's three other tools that kind of go along this line. And, uh, we're going to have to cover those after, after the news break, but, uh, I'll, I'll give you the tease on what the next one is. And we'll see if Tara, if you know what this one is, do you know what a handyman Jack is or what's called a high lift? Um, no. Okay. This is another one that you have seen. Okay. You have seen this, and after the news, when I tell you where you've seen it and all of that, uh, you will say, oh, yeah, I know what those are. So uh, that's that's the number two one. What's three and four? See if you can guess, because uh, number three and four are, are going to be a little little different out there. But like I say, all four of these are very common for a certain type of person to use based on their their industry and the work that they do. So uh, some of these, some people... It's kind of like almost if you have one of these, you probably do have all four of them. So we'll see where that goes after we come back after the news break. Hey, here's how you can get a hold of us with your projects. It's you and me for the, the rest of the program. So uh, feel free to call in anytime. Earlier is always good because we seem to have more time, like now in the upcoming uh, 8 o'clock hour than we do in the in the 9 o'clock or the, uh, the 10 o'clock segment of the show. So 208 336 3700 is how you can join us, 208-336-3700. You could also send an email to me to joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com. I can read your email, prepare my answer, and report back to that. That's also available to you. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of folks listening right now, not live when we did this program on Saturday morning. It may be later in the day or even the next week or six months from now. That's what's kind of cool about having podcasts on file at kboi.com. You can listen anytime. Well, you might have a question. Send it to me at joe at joeprin.com. Tell me what show you were listening to or what the subject was. Ask the question and I would be happy to respond to you and try to help you out because that's how I learned too is having to, you know, think about things and then prepare them in a way that other folks can understand them. So, Help us all out. Ask your questions either live at 208-336-3700 or via an email to joe at joeprin.com. We'll be right back after the news here on 670 KBOI. You've been looking out the windows of your home for a while now. Ready for some new window coverings? Time to freshen up the look a bit? Budget Blinds can definitely provide some great ideas and stylish, affordable products. This just might be one of the most enjoyable projects you've ever taken on. Stop by the Boise or Nampa store, or Budget Blinds will bring their showroom to you. They'll bring their collection of blinds, shades, shutters, draperies to your house so you can see what these look like in your home, in your light, with your decor. There's a way to avoid traffic, right? And here's something else you'll appreciate. Budget Blinds adds an exclusive no-questions-asked warranty, which covers any that could happen to the window covering, including damage from children and pets. Call today to set up an appointment at 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise to schedule online. That's 208-375-1212. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. 
Having fresh filters in your furnace or air conditioner not only makes your house easier to keep clean, but it makes your indoor air better to breathe. And clean filters can reduce the chance of unexpected breakdowns and expensive emergency repairs. It's been proven over and over that many costly service calls could have been avoided if the filters would have been changed regularly. The Filter Girls Filter Factory Outlet has a way to help you out with this. They offer a delivery service that will bring your filters right to your door. Change them out when you get them and you'll always be caught up. Or if you'd like to pick up the filters yourself, visit their new store at 1500 North Locust Grove in Meridian. With so much to remember in life, isn't it nice that the Filter Girls Filter Factory Outlet will take care of your filters? Call 208-658-1146 to arrange for a delivery. Or visit the store at 1500 North Locust Grove near Fairview and Locust Grove in Meridian. 208-658-1146. 208-658-1146. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning to you and welcome to The Home Fix Show as we start our 8 o'clock hour. If you are listening to us live, we are here for three hours each and every Saturday morning, so thank you for all or whatever part of the program you are able to participate with. I'd love to hear from you this morning if you're working on some projects and need a little advice or help or suggestions. Number you call, 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700. 1-800-529-KBOI also works, uh, 800-529-KBOI. K-B-O-I. You can also send an email to joe at joeprin.com, joe at joeprin.com. Next week on the show, George will be here with us from Auto Detail Plus. Actually, he'll be calling in at the at this time next week and give us some advice on how to properly clean our cars and take care of them as we head into spring and summer and hotter months. Uh, some of the ways you may have been doing this may not be the healthiest for your car's finishes. They've changed a lot over the years, and people are waxing things that don't need to be waxed, and then they're not waxing things that do need to be waxed, and all that. George will give us his advice next week here on the program. In the previous segment of the show, I was discussing four tools that I don't think that I've ever really talked about in detail here on the show. And these are tools that I have a feeling some people have all four of them and most people do not have any of them. And why is that? Because they seem to be surrounded by a certain category of professions or type of person using them in the uh, the first one we revealed here in the in the last hour of the show was a come-along or a power puller. Next on our list is the handyman jack. That's not a person. A jack is a device that lifts something or, uh, yeah, usually lifts something, jacks it up. And uh, Tara, you said you didn't know what these were, and I know you've seen these things strapped on the front of four by fours and Jeeps. Um, I want you to picture this. So you're going to have to stand up for this one. Are you ready for this? Uh, okay. Okay. So, so stand up, stand up with me. I'll do it too. All right. And take your right arm and put your elbow down at your side and have your arm straight out with your 
hand palm up. I am doing this, okay. Feet close together. All right, now take your left arm and put it out straight and uh, with palm down. All right, now lift it up by your ear, straight up high, and now go down by your side and lift it straight up by your ear and go down by your side. And as you do that, your right arm is coming up. Uh, That's what a handyman jack does. So it, it, Picture your hand is, is holding something, and as you pump the other side, it's going click, 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 lifting something up. And Makes sense, Okay, right? that, that's my radio visual. Of a, Everyone get that? Everybody get that. Okay, so, and, and if you know what they were, you're going, yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. So it's this big steel bar with all these holes all the way down it, and this ratcheting mechanism that when you pump it, it crawls up to the next hole. And I'm assuming this is to lift really heavy things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can like wrap a chain around a fence post and then your hand or this little tab on this jack, you can stick that under the chain and you can pluck a fence post out of the ground like pulling a cork out of a bottle. Or if you've got to lift up like a a tractor, you know, and the axle is up, you know, two feet high in the air, the little jack that you have in your car isn't going to do that. You need to a high lifting device that will lift something very high. That's where the handyman jack comes in. Uh, so these things, you see these rattling in the round in the back of farm and ranch trucks and strapped to tractors everywhere. These things are just beasts. They are just monsters of the tool world. And once you get to know how to use them, and what they are capable of, they can do some amazing things that, like kill you <laughs> if you don't know how to use them properly, that you can really do some damage to yourself. But uh, if you have one of these, or if you do not have one of these, and you get one of these, I want you to practice a little bit with it so that you don't hurt yourself, get to know the tools. Uh, but they can also save you in some very bad situations. So where did these come from? Somebody had to say at one time, you know, I'm tired of trying to do it this way. Here's what I need to make. And they made something. So here's, here's the origin story on this. The Bloomfield Manufacturing Company of Bloomfield, Indiana, which was established in 1895 by the late Philip John Hara. Do we really have to say in these bios that he's the late Philip? The guy was born in 1895. I, I, I think we can assume he's probably dead by now. Uh, It's one of the oldest companies in the state of Indiana and is the parent company to both the High Lift Jack Company and the Cant Slam Company. Uh, K as in Cant, K-A-N-T, Slam Company. The company is still owned and operated under the leadership of the fifth generation of the Hera family. Now that's cool that America is still making stuff. I mean, that's just cool. Uh, One of the first products invented by the founder and manufactured by the company was the combination Anvil-Vice drill tool. Another early product was the Calamity Car Kit, all spelled with Ks. The Calamity Car Kit, which held supplies that a car owner of that era might need during a motoring trip. The kit contained a pail to hold gasoline, a siphon tube, one of those little squeeze pumpies in a piece of hose or something, to transfer gasoline 
probably into your bucket, a steel toe strap, and a waterproof sheet to keep the driver clean while working underneath his car. Mr. Hara also invented many other products that met people's needs of the day, including a casket display cart. You ever seen those where at, at the funeral homes they, they roll out those telescoping carts that they place a casket on before they roll it into a church or a, a funeral home? I, I guess that uh, this guy made that. Um, uh, the folding tea wagon. Okay, we know what these little tea wagons are. You'd roll those out of the kitchen when you're serving tea to your guests, a little cart with wheels, but it folds up, you know, so you can put it away when it's, okay, I guess he did that too. And, and please don't ask me to name them because I don't know what they are, but the seven use hammer, hatchet, wire cutter, and pliers tool. Almost sounds like the first Leatherman or something, but I think it may be something like a fence plier type of tool. Okay, the High Lifts predecessor, High Lifts predecessor was invented actually in 1905 and sold as the automatic combination tool. The original jack was commonly known as the handyman or the sheep herders jack, and years later it was renamed the High Lift Jack, uh, High H I, and then hyphen lift. Uh, the current product line includes the handle all, the post popper and the can't slam uh, hydraulic gate closer, but the high lift jack still remains the most popular item for this company. So that's the second tool that we probably have hanging around. What's the third and fourth? I'll tell you right after this break when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show. So do you have the first two? Do you have a high, high lift or a handyman jack? And do you have a come along? A bunch of you are probably saying yes, because you're the type of person that listens during this show. You are agricultural, farm, ranch, contractors, hardworking folks that are up this time of day and out there. And um, or you remember lugging these tools around. You remember trying to drag that high lift halfway across the pasture when you were seven years old to take it out to dad out there with the stuck tractor. Go to the barn, get the high lift, bring it out here. You remember those tools. All right, what's the next two that you probably had in that same dusty, dirty drive corner of the the bar, and I'll tell you what those are when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show here on 670 KBOI. News, talk, sports, weather, traffic, and more. And more. The one place to get it all. News Talk 670 KBOI. Now that you have that woodworking shop all set up and ready to go for spring, let's talk about some great projects to keep you busy. And you know who can help? High Desert Hardwood. How about building a new picnic table or some custom patio furniture? Perhaps you need a new trellis for a honeysuckle or a clematis. High Desert Hardwood lets you select through the offerings of a huge list of quality hardwoods that will have your project looking good and lasting a very long time. Custom-built cutting boards for your new outdoor kitchen, or maybe some swings and toys for the kids in the backyard. Think High Desert Hardwood in Eagle when you need to pick up some lumber. If you want to check it all out before you hop in the truck, take a look at HighDesertHardwood.com to review the current stock list. High Desert Hardwood is open Monday through Saturday, 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle, or call them at 208 209-9366. That's 208-939-9366 for High Desert Hardwood. 
Billgard windows for your home are a great choice for remodeling or new construction. Serviced and installed locally by Viewpoint Windows and Doors, Idaho's most respected largest window supplier, you can rest assured that if you need help, responsive professionals are ready to assist. And talk about an amazing warranty. Accidental glass breakage is included, even if you live on a golf course. Milgard Windows are a leader in innovation and window technology. If you haven't taken a close look at what is new in windows lately, make an appointment and come into Viewpoint Windows on State Street in Boise. They would love to show you all that is available for your home. Enjoy looking out your windows once again, knowing you have quality Milgard Windows and a quality installation from Viewpoint Windows and Doors working for you. Call 208-854-1877 or visit ViewpointWindows.com. 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. We spent a lot of time in our houses this past year, more than we wanted to, but here we are and the sun is out and it's a new day. Let's get some spring cleaning done. And a good starting place is our duct work. I've not had my ducts cleaned in several years, so I'm going to call System Clean because I want it done right. System Clean has powerful trucks that pull an incredible amount of air with cleaning power far beyond what others have. Combine that with individual vent and return cleaning and sanitization, and I know my ducts will be as clean as possible. Sound like something you need to get done also? There's a lot of nasty things floating around in our home's air, and System Clean can help us out. They also clean and detail the interior of your furnace and button up everything tight and secure when done. Call System Clean at 208-884-3300 to schedule your appointment right now. System Clean, 208-884-3300. It's painting season, and if you need a little help getting the job done, we'll call the Painting Pro. Brian and his team are ready to help you do the finest exterior paint job that your house has ever had all the prep work, all the detail, all the attention to clean up and the proper materials all come shining through with it in a fresh coat of new paint from the Painting Pro. Styles change and perhaps your house is ready for some new colors. The Painting Pro will work with you to help you choose the best looking combinations for your house and your personal style. It's amazing what new paint can do for a house as well as for you and how you feel about it. Look around. Styles and colors are changing, and if you're ready, so is the Painting Pro. Let's get this done. 208-378-4825, or visit PaintingPro.net to learn more about the best paint job your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825, or PaintingPro.net. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. The Dutton Laneson Goldenrod Fence Stretcher and Mender was one of the originals in the 1940s and is the best known of this type of tool. If you have a golden yellow painted version of this fence stretcher, it is probably an actual goldenrod, it was called. Check on the handle to see if you actually have an original. The Dutton Laneson Company, it was founded in 1886 another one here in the U.S. that's still making tools. 
when William M. Dutton and two friends started a small harness and horse collar shop. This soon grew to become one of the largest horse collar manufacturing plants in the nation. In 1920, Harry Laneson, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, L-A-I-N-S-O-N, approached Mr. Dutton with the idea of starting a wholesale house. Dutton Laneson Company progressed steadily through the Depression years, and in the 40s, the company retooled to meet the needs of a world, of, of, of world at war. During this time, the company received three Army-Navy E pennants, an award signifying the highest level of quality and service, which was only given to 5% of the country's manufacturers at that time. For well over a century, the Dutton Laneson Company in Hastings, Nebraska, has been respected for the innovative spirit and the highest standards of integrity that they maintain. Today, Dutton Laneson Company is one of the country's leading manufacturers of quality products for marine and agricultural and industrial and automotive markets throughout the world. So, what does this fence stretcher look like? Let's use our model Tara here once again. All right, you ready to do some calisthenics here? Good thing I stretched before yes. today's show. This one you can remain seated for. Okay, thank you. Because this one is from like chest up only. That's all you need for this. So I want you to take your two arms and put them totally outstretched, crucifix style. Okay, but now instead of palms up, have them facing forward and curl your fingers together and point your fingers at each other. Okay. Now imagine if you could withdraw your arms into your chest, bringing them closer without changing the position of your hands and just bring them all the way close in in front of you. That's the way a fence stretcher works. Now there's a handle in your chest that again ratchets and crawls up a, uh, a toothed bar. But what you can do with this is like you could hook this onto a tree over here, let's say, or around a rope that's tied to a tree or a chain. And then the other end, you could hook to a piece of barbed wire or a wire fence or something because a small lever releases, you stick the wire in there and it clamps down on it. And the harder you pull on the wire, the tighter it gets on the other end. And then with this ratchet, you just ka-chunk, tick, ka-chunk, tick, ka-chunk, tick, and pull this thing together. And you can, you can make a barbed wire fence like a piano wire, just you know, just nice and tight. And you can also take like a piece of wire that's sagging and you can lift it up into the right position. Very handy tool for anybody that's doing any type of wire fencing. Uh, of course, they get used for all kinds of other stuff that you want to pull together. I've seen guys use them on decking boards, trying to straighten them out or pull stuff together or floor joists or roof trusses, trying to get them to pull into place, all kinds of stuff. But the, uh, the goldenrod fence stretcher is uh, one of the other uh, tools that not many have, but so many find them absolutely ind indispensable. So what's the last one? What's the last one? What's the other four of this, this uh, quad box of tools that, like I say, you probably have either all of these or none of these? Well, this is a post driver. A metal T-post driver, you can use it for grounding rods if you're an electrician. You could use it for metal posts of smaller diameters, primarily made for 
fencing done with those green metal cast iron or the hammered iron uh, T-posts that you drive in the ground. They've got that little chevron wing down at the bottom that holds them in place so they don't come back up and kind of takes them in straight as they're going in. I couldn't find out who the originator of these post hole drivers actually was, but I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that it's a farmer somewhere that was tired of busting his hammer handles, trying to use like a 10 pound hammer or something and pound in these T posts and he'd take a swing at it and he'd miss it and it hit the handle and shatter it or something. So this guy in his moment of frustration took a two foot long piece of heavy steel pipe, you know, that's about like a two inch diameter, you know, about as big around as my coffee cup or a little bigger took this piece of pipe that's that long, welded a cap on the end of it so it was enclosed, so it's like the coffee cup upside down, right, except a big long one, and then he welded two big loop-style handles on the side of it that you can grab, and so no matter what your height is, whether you're six foot six or you're five foot six or something, you could probably do this, and you'd set the post on the ground, you slide this thing over the top of it, and you lift up this thing, and then you slam it on down, and Tink, and they lift it up. Tink, tink, and you drive these T posts into the ground so much easier than if you tried to sit there with a hammer and pound them in. You know, tap 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 tap, trying to trying to pound these things in, uh, and and it worked great. You know, lift, slam, repeat, lift, slam, repeat. Uh, so, uh, you know, I found over thirty different name brands of these things, and every spray-painted color or dipped color that you could ever imagine. All of them seem to be about 30 bucks. Some of them went a little higher. And I'm sure there's quality here, too, and there's there's also junk. So uh, look that over. If it's really cheap, there's probably a reason for it. But uh, this one's pretty hard to get wrong. I mean, it's really one of those tools that uh, it's pretty hard to get wrong. But uh, look them over. Uh, most farm and ranch stores sell these. And... Uh, uh, you can you can see the difference between kind of the light duty ones and the more commercial heavy duty versions. You can just feel it in them on, on how heavy they are. So why do you need one of these? Well, if you ever go out to pound a few posts in for a wire fence or, you know, even a garden barrier for rabbits or dogs or something like that, you'll see how easy one of these things makes your life. Uh, it's one of those tools that uh, if you live in a neighborhood somewhere and, you know, somebody probably around you has one and it's probably worth just just borrowing this thing because like I say they're pretty indestructible it's not like your your neighbor's going to actually damage it for you or something it's pretty hard to do that but again not one of those things that everybody needs to own but uh, some people you know they, they may use these every day or every week or something so um, and your shoulders your shoulders are going to really like this tool if you use it a lot because you're going to get muscle development that makes you look like the, you know, the front quarters on a, on a fine, you know, racing quarter horse, just those nice ripped shoulder muscles from the things you get a good workout from a, from a post hole driver. So those are my uh, four tools that uh, maybe a lot of us don't know about, but uh, they have come from necessity. They've come from innovation. They've come as a solution to a problem like most things are but something that seems to have faded out of um, attention and existence for so many people when our, our fathers or our grandfathers, you know, probably use these. 
all the time. So again, uh, some of you probably have all of these. The come along, the handyman jack or the high lift jack, a fence stretcher, the goldenrod, or a post hole driver. So I just had some fun with those tools today. I hope you enjoyed that too. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show coming up on this. I'd love to talk to you this morning. What are you working on? What projects have you got going that I might be able to help with? Do you need a suggestion on some materials? Are you hearing maybe two different things from two different contractors and want an opinion there? Are you getting some weird noise that your house is making? Maybe I can help you figure that out. Or what? what's this going to cost me? Maybe I can help you out with that too. 208 336 Zero, zero. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to The Home Fix Show right here on 670 KBOI. When you need news and information, there's only one place to be. 670 KBOI. Mortgage interest rates are very, very low right now. You've heard some of the numbers. It's just amazing. You may be in the perfect position right now, not only to reduce your interest rate, but you may be able to refinance and reduce your payment or pay off your house sooner, saving you thousands of dollars. Terry Hefner and the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decision you can. Terry's a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time homebuyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Give them a call at 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS number 95796, company number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. When it's getting cold outside, bugs and rodents start looking for a new place to live. They want to have babies. Everybody likes babies, right? And as far as the pandemic goes, these critters know nothing about social distancing. Your home is their home. Unless you call Pestcom and have some fall and winter pest control treatments done to convince these potential winter guests to move on to somewhere else. Get ahead of this. Pestcom is who you want to control bugs, spiders, and mice, and other creepy little things from setting up their nurseries in your walls, crawl space, and attics this winter. Call Pestcom now and have them design a control program for your house and your budget. Mention that you listen to Home Fix and your first treatment is half price. 208-495-5636. That's 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208-495-5636. When you're ready to talk to someone about buying or selling a home, know that if you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with the respect and professionalism with all of your concerns and goals in mind. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. You've also heard that he's been able to take care of people when others have failed or lost interest. Matt is good at what he does. And when it's your turn, you want the best. Choose Matt Bauscher as your realtor, and you'll be making the right choice. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, or your choice of radio shows, or sexual orientation, or any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. 
There are certain times when buildings and homes require a flat or low sloping roof. When that happens, Precision Single Ply is your contractor for the best in materials and trained, skilled installers to handle the job. Drainage and flashings must be done right to ensure a leak-free space underneath. Insulation and even the fasteners have evolved recently and single ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is designed properly for your situation. Trust that decades of experience the professionals at Precision Single Ply bring to your job. They'll work with your budget and do their best to provide you the highest quality products the industry has to offer. If you're needing to repair or upgrade your existing flat or low sloping roof, give Precision Single Ply a call and schedule your quote. Annual maintenance and inspections are also available even if someone else installed your roof. Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208-939-9979. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Have you gotten into your closet and done kind of that seasonal switch over where you're starting to put away all the long sleeve, you know, shirts and stuff and sweatshirts and jackets and put, put those away and get out the short sleeves and the summer clothes and your Aloha shirts and stuff starting to. I was noticing your Aloha shirt this morning. Yeah, it's warm enough. Very festive. I'm going, yeah, I haven't got to the shorts yet. Usually I wait till it's about 70 out and then uh, stay in shorts for the rest of the the summer. But uh, if you are working in your closet, uh, this could be a project for you this weekend is to go through and take out all the clothes and take a good look at them and see what you're not wearing anymore. And if you haven't worn it in the past year or so, you're probably not going to. And perhaps that needs to be donated to someone who could use that or taken to some place um, that can pass that on to somebody that could use it. But have you ever broken a closet rod? Um, I've heard that quite a bit that the metal rod kinked and fell out of the sockets or the ends uh, break and fall off of off of the uh, the mountings in the in the wall or something it's not the end of the world but it sure seems like it when you've got that stuff scattered all over the floor of your floor of your closet and you just don't want to deal with it right now you know was there just one too many shirts hanging on there and it uh, finally gave out there's always that straw that broke the camel's back or that t-shirt that broke the closet rod uh, the traditional closet is a simple rod and shelf. There's a cleat that runs along the side walls of your closet, uh, of the, uh, the two-foot-deep closet, which is typical, and then perhaps a strip that runs across the back wall. Uh, those three sides then have a, uh, a shelf that uh, sits on top of it, and there's, if the shelf is over four feet wide, there's probably a metal bracket called a rod and shelf support because what does it do? It supports the rod and the shelf in the middle. It holds things up, keeps it from sagging in the middle. It gives it some added strength by reducing that span and uh, keeps uh, keeps the shelf from sagging and all those boxes of junk that you keep up there that you just can't seem to either remember what's in them or live without. The closet rod is held in place 
on each end by a socket, a closet rod end socket. This one side of this is usually a full circle cup that is either made out of metal, plastic, or wood. And on the other side, the top half of it is open so that you can stick one end of the rod into the cup and then slide the other one down into the open cup. Uh, so the rod has to be cut precisely to fit between them and inserted uh, into the end. There's supposed to be a small screw that is put into the rod at the center through that center brace, whether it's a sheet metal uh, or a steel rod, uh, the, the metal rods or a wood rod, but nobody does that and until the rod is bumped up and off of the, uh, the brace or the cup and everything comes crashing down upon you. Uh, wood rods can be replaced with a heavier metal pipe uh, for maximum weight capabilities, but then the weak point becomes the sockets themselves. So for extreme strength, if that's needed in your situation, consider drilling a hole in the center of like a one by four, uh, keeping the grain going horizontally when you put these in, and then sliding these two one by fours onto the rod before you put it in place, then push them out towards the wall and screw them in to the existing cleats and they will never ever break again and you really confuse somebody the next time they try to take that rod out of there not knowing that they have to remove those one by fours to do it uh, the shelf itself if it's warped uh, it should be replaced you can't unwarp it but I suppose you could try to flip it over turn it over uh, if you have heavy if you have to have heavy things on the shelf uh, see if you can remove the center support and put in two of them or add a second one in there, or split that distance uh, so that it's a shorter distance from left to right. Um, and then while you're working on this, uh, try something that might be new for you. Keep it a little bit more empty when you start. Just leave everything out. Just pile it on an extra bed in the extra bedroom or on a table or, or in the hallway or something like that, and feed out of your piles. All your clothes are just like laying all over the floor of your bedroom now, and your closet's all been fixed up, and you painted it, and you fixed the rods, maybe even moved them around. Pick something out of the pile, wear it. After you do laundry, hang it up. Keep doing that for a while, and then after, you'll see the stuff that's laying on the floor that you don't want. You say, I don't want to wear anything that's there. Okay, well, donate it then and be done with it. Uh, let's go to our phone lines and talk to Lanny in Boise about uh, fence posts. Uh, Lanny, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Um, yeah, real quickly on the T-post drivers. Yeah. Drivers, uh, I got a couple things. Uh, I see uh, in the, there's a farm store supplier, a couple around here. They make two types. There's one, one of the stores in particular has one that has a spring. It's got a spring in it. Now, I haven't tried that one, but I got a normal one. Uh, as the story goes, I'm telling you my mother, she's on a, 10-acre farm out here, and all the fence posts were all off last summer, so I had to go get one. Mm -hmm. And I ha I knew I had to drive heavy weight. Now, years ago, my father had picked up a, a homemade one out of a pipe, uh, probably like a three-inch pipe. Yeah. And it had a, a ball on top, like a cannonball, that came out of a stamping mill for ore, and it was welded on top. Now, if somebody came by, a friend, and borrowed that, well, it never came home. <laughs> oh. My dad. My dad was a builder, and so he had ladders disappear. He had tools disappear. <laughs> he never wrote down who borrowed them, but there was a lot of tools that never came home. Yeah. But anyway, regardless, 
So what I did, I knew I had to drive a lot of these, so I just got a standard one. I think it was under 30 bucks, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I had a, a, sled, a 10-pound sledgehammer that had a broken handle, so I welded a bracket on it that I could put that head in there and not weld the head to it, but at least hold it. Right. Now, the problem is lifting it up there, especially if you're seven or eight foot on a post. Yeah, but when but, it comes know, down, it's, when it comes down, oh, it sure gives you a lot of right. extra force, though, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I found that you lean the post over, put that on, and then stand it up. But yeah. after driving many of those, I ended up damaging my shoulders. <laughs> I got like rotator <laughs> kind of crunches on them. So be careful of that. But uh, we're we're not as strong as our our our, oh, our ancestors. <laughs> I keep thinking I got a tractor out here, and maybe I need to do something hydraulically. I still got some more posts to drive, but so there's a, some information. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a version of that, like you talked about, um, that the top. I think it's like the six inches or something. I don't know if they filled it with like you know buckshot pellets, or maybe it was right. lead balls or ball bearings or something like that. But it, it's that same right. concept, and they and they make a hammer. I can't remember what the name of that hammer is. I want to say it's a dead man hammer um, that has uh-huh. that in the head of the hammer. And when you hit it, it, it makes so that oh, it doesn't right, yeah. bounce up when it hits. It's just thump and it, it stays down there. And that extra weight as you swing it, um, when that hits, it just gives it more force. So I'm right. sure there's all kinds of evolutions to a lot of these well, things that somebody thinks this is the, you know, the, the better way to make this product. Right. For, for anybody that's not really doing a lot of posts, you know, a standard one probably works fine. Yeah. But I'm wondering about this. There's a, there is one that's spring-loaded. Um, I could mention that story, but I won't. Um, well, you can. Go of, for it, sure. Oh, well, it's tractor, tractor supply yeah. is where I've seen yeah. it. It could, it could be a DMV. I don't know. Um, that's one of those things people can search out. It was a little bit more money for it. I didn't see that until I had bought mine and modified mine. But What's mine the, what fine. do you think the purpose of that is? Well, it must, you know, the driving it down, I don't know what, the, maybe it would give it a little extra punch, maybe with the spring, I just don't know. Either that, or um, it's a, uh, it's a comfort thing. Maybe it's on your shoulders, so it doesn't run your shoulders. Or, or your wrists. Um, a lot of people, <laughs> that too, that too. there's, there's yeah. an injury that's called, uh, what is it, per- percussive impact injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people get that, you know, that aren't used to doing right. it every day, all day long. And maybe that just gives a little bit of a cushion on your hands as the top of that makes impact. Um, You'd have to wonder if it's like, you know, the suspension on a mountain bike, you know, does it take away some from the forward motion when you pedal it, when you compress the suspension as opposed to a rigid one? Well, does it take away from the impact of the post with that little bit of a spring effect? Maybe it's a valid trade-off for some people that their right. hands yeah, become it might, fatigued. It might be more for the person than it is for the post. So. I think so. I think but, it's uh, where the person said... Good, it's a pretty good jolt when you drive those down with weight on them. Right, it right. It arms and shoulders. So. And you might want to say, I'll, think I'll, about, I'll swing it two or three times more if it's not as damaging to my hands. So. Right. Yeah, I good call, Andy. Thank you. Couple, I got a couple... Okay, you just a second? Uh, uh, we got talking? one minute before I have to do a break. Okay. Uh, electrical conduit is what my father and I used to replace the wood when we were building homes uh, for closet rods. Worked really good. You've got to get the right dimension, though. Right. But, uh, electrical conduit works really mm-hmm. well. I'll mm-hmm. let you go. Anyway. Also, uh, just regular uh, galvanized steel pipe. A lot of people don't like the, uh, the bare steel because it can rust, and then you get the little metal shavings on top of the, 
shoulders of your clothes. A conduit, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea because that's uh, that's galvanized and may not do that as much. But I think the the true clothing connoisseurs will always tell you a wood rod is the best because you don't get the metal shavings onto the uh, the collars and the shoulders of your of your clothing. And if uh, you leave, live back east where it's very moist in the air, oh yeah, that can uh, turn to rust pretty quick on your clothes. Uh, let's go to Russ and Nampa after this break. Uh, sorry, Russ, we'll be back to you. You are up next when we come right back with the Home Fix Show on 670 KBOI. The news when you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and when it breaks, it breaks. on 670 KBOI. Electrical systems are beautiful things. They just sit there waiting for you to plug something in or turn something on, and then they go to work. Usually, there are no problems. But what if there is no place to plug that thing in? Or you flip the switch and nothing happens? Time to call Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Pretty much, if it's electrical, Dave can fix it. Need more outlets? Dave can do this. Need a ceiling or attic fan installed? Not a problem. How about additional lighting? Because we know your eyes are not getting worse, the world is getting darker. Well, call Dave. But those are the easy things. Dave can help you with your kitchen or bath remodel or getting power to the barn or workshop. He can upgrade your old electrical panels and run all of the new technology cables you can think of. Make Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable your electrician. Call 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. You've heard the term street presence, right? Well, this is how your house looks to those passing by, but it's also how it looks to you every time you return home. Ready for some repairs or updates? Maybe it's time to make your house look great again? Bots Exteriors is who you want to talk to. Bill Bott and his team have served our valley for many years. They are efficient and experienced in all types of siding and trim and can help you with a new look or repairs to what you already have. Think about all the components that make up your home's exteriors. There's stone and brickwork, steps and decks and railings, gutters, soffits and fascia, doors, windows and shutters. Bott's Exteriors works with all of these every day and they would love to serve you. Ready for a new look or to get some much-needed repairs taken care of? Give Bots Exteriors a call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors, 208-870-4324. Over the past couple weeks, I've noticed a few unusual things around our home. My shower walls have started showing hard water stains, and the skin on my hands has been cracking and bleeding. What is going on? It finally dawned on me that maybe our water softener wasn't working. Turns out, my husband thought my son put the salt in the softener, and my son thought my husband had. I honestly had no idea how much I relied on my softener until my water, well, wasn't soft anymore. Master Plumbing would love to have you experience the comfort and convenience of a water softener. If you've never had one, you have no idea what you're missing out on. To discover the benefits of a water softener in your home or to find out about Master Plumbing's lifetime warranty on every water heater they install, give us a call at 208-888-9191 or visit callmasternow.com. Call the masters. Call the master plumbing. The masters of the trade.
Well, the nationwide appliance shortage is still in full swing, but Jackie at Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress is receiving product daily and wants everyone to know that you can still get great deals on washer and dryer pairs, electric and gas ranges, and all types of refrigerators from Whirlpool, Maytag, Amana, Bosch, and Frigidaire. Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress also has a limited number of upright and chest freezers in stock. Manufacturers have notified Jackie that price increases are on the horizon, so now is the perfect time to plan your remodel, replace your old appliances, or make sure your new appliances are ready when your new home is. Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress is looking forward to a great 2021 and is also looking forward to seeing you. Stop by 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa and let Jackie and her crew take care of all your appliance and mattress needs. And remember to tell them that you heard it on HomeFix. You can also visit nampabrandsource.com to check out the current stock and prices. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. You know, we got in a habit a while back about doing the 208 thing, right? You had to say the area code because on all our phones now, we have to dial the 208 and then 336-3700. There is the other Idaho area code. Does anybody have that yet? Have you have you had a 986 area code ever be used? I mean, have we put that into effect anywhere yet? Maybe I'm just not seeing it or something, but um, I know we have the second area code, but I just haven't seen anybody that's called me with my, you know, caller ID that you have that shows a 986 number. I know Payette Brewing has a beer called 986 because they did that in honor of that, but that was several years ago and I've never seen another one since, but okay. Just, just wondering, let's go to Russ in Nampa, talk about some vinyl flooring and the tools there for good morning, Russ. Hi, Joe. Um, well, you're talking about tools this morning, so I thought this would be a good time to talk about a tool that I think I need. Um, I have a vinyl flooring in, in a bonus room that it wasn't ever quite finished off in one corner. And I'm looking for a tool that I can cut up right to the wall. I'm always amazed how these guys can do it so perfectly most of the time. So you have any ideas on a, on a tool that I could get? I, I was thinking of using a sharp pocket knife, but I think there's probably something out there that's well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I can almost guarantee you, well, I, no, I can guarantee you that there is a tool for that because in carpeting, there is exactly such a tool that uh, it's like a, a roller skate on a handle that has a blade on it that if you tuck it into the corner, just, just kind of right, and the roller skate's probably not the right term. It's more like a, an iron not the wheels, but you just kind of scoot it along the side and it cuts it exactly the right length so that it yeah. can pull over your tack strip and go underneath the baseboard and works great. And I'm sure that something like that is for vinyl also, but um, yeah, you, you definitely don't want to cut things too short because you don't stretch vinyl. It's better to make it too long and kind of sneak up on exactly what you need. I know a lot of people when they do small or vinyl, like in a bathroom, they'll actually make patterns out of, you know, butcher paper or poster board or stuff and tape it all together and then transfer that pattern, cut it all out and then put it in there and it fits pretty nice. But um, usually for cutting vinyl flooring, it's it's merely a, a utility knife, just a standard retractable or non-retractable blade, you know, utility knife with those uh, those triangular blades and 
I think any of the installers, when you see them doing this, they have a small dressing stone that they will put an edge onto those blades again and again to try to maximize them. You know, for you and me, we probably don't do it enough, but when, uh, when a utility knife blade gets a little bit dull, that's where you start, you know, making bad cuts. So uh, make sure you keep a very, very sharp blade in there as you do that. But uh, like you say, I am certain there's probably some type of a, a tool that a professional would have for this. Um, I'm not certain, though, that you may want to invest into it. It's not a very... The, the cheap way is just use a utility knife. You've probably got one of those, right? So yeah. you go to a professional flooring store, someplace that supplies the professional flooring installer with all the tools, this this wholesaler that or whatever that will sell to you. And you'll probably see tools like that on the wall and you'll look at it and a good quality one is $239. Ooh. And you think, oh, I don't, I'm guessing, you know, but you, you see that and you think, ooh, <laughs> you know, just like you said, <laughs> and, and you think, gosh, I just need to make these two cuts. Well, it's not made for you. That's made for the guy that's going to use it every single day for the next 15 years, making his living with it. That's why that tool exists. You and me, we're probably just going to use a straight edge and a utility knife, and we're going to cut it a little long, and we're going to cut it again, and we're going to sneak up on it, and then we're going to finally get that right cut, and it'll be absolutely perfect. Okay. You and I aren't interested in the speed of getting this done where the professional is. Right. Uh Just use a utility knife. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You bet, Russ. Thank you for that call. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, we're going to hit our news break here in just about a minute and a half, so I'm not going to start my next topic, but I'll tell you what it is, and uh, I always have fun with these things. Um, hmm? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. There's another caller? What did I do? Did I lose a, uh, I, I lost a tag somewhere. Who are we talking to? I'm sorry. Philip up in Pullman, your favorite professor. So I will oh, well, make hi. it long, because <laughs> I know you're coming up on the news. So. Yeah. I'll make I'll make it real quick. Hey Joe, hi Phil. You mentioned I put I put a yeah, I put a ceiling fan up in my daughter's room, but I kind of tramps down that spray you know the blown in insulation. Okay. And does it worth me or having somebody else blow a little bit more on top? You know, I didn't do it terribly. I tried to stay on those rafters, but um, what do you think? I mean, I probably lost a little bit of insulation patting it down. Yeah, so. but is it anything that you couldn't just go up there with a? yardstick and kind of reach in there and just fluff it up a little bit i could yeah i could you know i think that's totally acceptable i don't think that uh you know you think about that do i want somebody to come in and do all this you know is it is it really going to be worth it and that i um that's the thing you know when i used we used to call it swimming the attic you know you'd have to get in there and, and literally sometimes just kind of you know, breaststroke your way through this. Insul- I understand. But, you know, if you can just kind of fluff it up and throw okay. it up in the air and stuff as you exit the space, I, Philip, I think you're going to be just fine. All right. So I didn't lose a tremendous amount of R value. So that's great. You know, no. That. Yeah. You know, what? what's an inch, you know, when it's, you know, 18 I inches? Th- I think you can probably just fluff that up and, and you're going to be okay. Now, if you flatten the whole attic, I mean, if you did 600 feet yeah. and you dropped it two inches, yeah, then we got to. No, got, no a, f- a few footprints and a little trough that you made. Let's just fluff it up. All right. Well, God bless, Joe. Thank hey, you very uh, much. I, f- I finally found the note here. Did you want to talk about a shower, too? If you do, stay on the line. Uh, we'll, I can, uh, 
Well, yeah. Well, I can call back. I'll, okay. I'll do it maybe next week. Yeah. Ca- or catch us right after the news break here. We'll be back with another hour of the show after the news break. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to The Home Fix Show on 670 KBOI. The number to reach us, 208-336-3700. We'll be back after the news and hope you will, too. Thanks for being with us this morning. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Ah, and here we go. We reach the midpoint of today's program. Thank you for being with us. The start of our 9 o'clock hour. If you are listening live, those joining us on podcasts in the future or even later today, thank you for being with us. Thank you to everybody who is listening in today. I greatly appreciate the time you're able to spend with us and uh, hear what we have to talk about and hear our sponsors messages who bring you this program each and every saturday these are the folks that make it possible and we thank them gratefully for that so try to use these folks you hear during the show if if you can for for your needs this is the home fix show where we talk about repairing and maintaining fixing up and construction and contractors and materials and prices and all kinds of stuff along that lines and if you have questions you grab your phone and you punch in 208 336-3700-208-336-3700. And uh, we have a conversation. That's how you do that. 208-336-3700. Um, yeah. And again, thanks for being there with us. If you do want to get caught up on any podcast or you miss a show, go to kboi.com, click on the podcast menu, drop down to the Home Fix Show and select one of the episodes that you would like to listen to again, or you can even fast forward to just the part that you missed or you want to hear again. All brought to you by our friends at Heating Equipment Company. I had a conversation with Stanley uh, not too long ago. I was talking to him out there in, uh, in Caldwell, and he told me, he said, they are really, really trying to add to their staff to meet the demand that our Valley has, the growing need for heating and cooling professionals. And he said, you know, I'll bet you somebody listening to your show, Joe, knows of somebody who's going to be moving to Idaho that is a uh, licensed uh, heating and cooling contractor, an HVAC contractor who can get whatever's needed in Idaho to do that and uh, and go to work and bring that skill and that profession to to here also. So if you are a licensed heating and cooling and professional and you're looking for a new company to go to work for or perhaps you've just gotten your um, license and you would like to uh, join into a a family company a smaller organization but one that uh, has great uh, great values and has been around for quite a long time uh, you might want to get a hold of heating equipment company and and have that conversation with Stanley uh, his number is uh, 208 uh, four four five four or four four five nine two two one two right four five nine two yeah it's on my resource list at uh, joeprin.com and call him at heating equipment company for that uh, thanks thanks Stanley for that reminder uh, 208-336-3700 if you would like to join us all right um, I have prepared a segment and I guess I was just being silly for the fun of being silly. I title all these things in my notes, right? You know, when we do all that show prep at four in the morning and all day Friday and all day Thursday getting ready for the show. Um, yeah, you know how that is. 
It's grueling. It is grueling. Uh, you got to eat breakfast in the middle of all that, too. Thanks to uh, Wild West, by the way, for a wonderful breakfast again today. Busy people down there. The restaurant industry's having some issues right now. There's a bunch of us that have just said, I have not been out to eat for over a year, and I'm going now. There's a little <laughs> supply and demand going on. There is a lot more demand <laughs> than there is supply, and it's starting to cause some problems. And uh, I even heard uh, some some restaurants are saying, you know, for the for the mental health <laughs> and the physical safety of our wait staff and our cooks and our dishwashers and the sanity of all of us, we are going to close <laughs> for like two days a week because we are so busy and we are short staffed and we just can't, we don't, we can't, you know, take a breath and just, you know, relax for a minute. We're just, we're going to burn ourselves out. And so a lot of places are just saying, I'm just going to, you know, there's plenty of business where we're doing fine. We can go five days a week and they're going to do that. And I just hope that somehow they all coordinate so that like not everybody takes Monday and Tuesday off or something because then you're not going to be able to go anywhere. But uh, anyway, that, that that's starting to happen. But okay, back to what I was talking about. Uh, this, this segment here, I entitled this Breaking Lattice and Tomorrow. So it's kind of like bacon, lettuce, and tomato. I guess I was thinking of that for lunch when I wrote this, but this is Breaking Lattice and Tomorrow. It's uh, my little tutorial here on lattice panels. I say, see these in the stores. You see them at people's houses. You see people making things out of lattice panels. Lattice panels are generally found in either two-foot-wide by eight foot tall pieces, or maybe it's eight foot wide by two foot tall. I don't care. Two foot by eight foot sheets or four foot by eight foot sheets, kind of the standard sheet size. There's also three common styles of lattice panels. One is a privacy lattice where the slats are about one of one inch wide and they're on a one inch grid, leaving a one inch hole in there that's not covered by the lattice. The opening is one inch. Um, it's a 75% coverage because if you take a bigger square, three of the sides are covered by lattice and the one is open. And that's true of the other types of lattice too. But on these one inch, uh, the privacy panels, there's a lot more strips of that material within the four foot by eight foot sheet than there is on the garden lattice. Therefore, there's more screening and therefore that's why it's called a privacy panel. The garden lattice, the one that most of us are familiar with, that's the lower price point of all of these three. It's an inch and a half wide slat um, that is on the diagonal grid, leaving an inch and a half by inch and a half opening. Uh, both that and the privacy panel, the strips that uh, these these panels, the wood strips that these are made out of, are generally a quarter of an inch thick or thinner, even some of them very thin to the point of being extremely fragile. So that's why you'll see maybe one is priced a, a whole lot less than another one. It's because of the amount of wood that's in it. Well, then there is a heavy-duty lattice panel that is usually the same pattern as the garden lattice panel but the slats to make it are much thicker. They're like three-eighths to a half of an inch thick. 
much, much heavier, much more solid. Um, the garden lattice is, of course, the lowest cost point because it uses the least materials with privacy being next and then probably the heavy duty being the most expensive of the lattice panels. Now, these that we've been talking about, they're all wood and generally made of cedar. Uh, there used to be redwood panels and there was also some uh, some pine panels that were available, but I've not seen those for a very long time. I don't know, maybe somebody listening has seen those or they know where they're for sale, but uh, generally what we find today is made out of a cedar material, uh, a western red cedar usually. There's also an H-shaped molding. If you picture the capital letter H and lay it over on its side, you can see how two lattice panels could come inside of that H and then it would hold them together or you could make a screen out of multiple panels with an H molding. And then there's a cap molding, which is more like the uh, uh, capital letter U-shape uh, with squared off bottoms. And it can go around the perimeter for enclosing or picture framing <coughs> excuse me, a panel and to, uh, to clean up the edges a little bit. You don't have to, but that's available. Now, besides the wood, there's also a PVC plastic version of many of these panels of both the gardens and the privacies. Um, I haven't necessarily seen a heavy duty PVC version but uh, most of them seem to be pretty sturdy as they there are. And they're available in white. I've seen brown ones, green, even black now, uh, and perhaps some other colors uh, in the PVC plastic. Now, the wood panels, they can obviously be stained or painted uh, any way that you want to or don't want to. The, the PVC is as it is. And if you like the color of the PVC lattice, it offers the advantage that, uh, you know, it's going to take water and a lot better than the wood will and you you won't have to paint it uh, you may have to clean it or pressure wash it to bring back the the whiteness if it gets dirty or or one of the other colors but um, it's not saying that it too cannot uh, get brittle and crack uh, it can just as it ages out in the sun but in some situations especially if you have uh, vines or some kind of a hibiscus or a honeysuckle or clematis or something that's going to grow on top of it. Um, you know, you, the PVC is not a bad choice because it just seems to hold up pretty good where the wood will come apart at the, uh, at the staple joints pretty, pretty easily. And, and plants will tear up that, that wood one fairly quick. The lattice, the plastic lattice can a little bit bend and distort a little bit more, but the, uh, the plastic will also sag in the heat unless it's supported really, really well. The wood actually has more, I guess, flatness or, or structure to it if it's standing up where the, uh, the plastic is going to have to be supported in many more places to keep it, uh, keep it in fine shape. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about like if you're building a pergola or a gazebo or maybe even a sunscreen roof cover on the lattice, what to, what to do and what to watch out for. When we come back with more of the Home Fix Show right after this. What are you working on today? Anything I can help you with? Any questions you might have for me? Grab your phone, punch in now. You'll be up next, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We will be right back with more of the Home Fix Show on 670-KBOI. News Talks. 
sports, weather, traffic, and more. And more. The one place to get it all. News Talk 670 KBOI. There's a good argument to be made that the roof is the most important single component of your house. It protects you and everything else inside. And face it, Idaho weather is tough on roofs. That's why if your roof has seen better days, or if one of our wind or hail storms has done some damage to your roof, call Craig Frame at CF Construction. Craig is the one you hear sitting in with Joe on the Home Fix Show talking about roofing. Craig has an amazing team of installers that have worked together for years and go about getting you taken care of fast and efficiently. Craig's project manager will work with you to select the perfect shingle style and color to fit your budget and the appearance of your home. CF Construction is a hard-working roofing company that wants to earn your satisfaction through the great work and prompt manner in which they get it done. Call CF Construction at 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445. The need for a quality home inspection before buying a home has never been greater. Limited access to homes and the crazy fast turnover requires a quick, professional response without sacrificing quality. Randy Funk Home Inspections is trusted by our Valley's top-level realtors, and you should too. Put Randy to work for you. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. Know what you are buying and let Randy's years of experience find the things that matter to you and the future of your home. If you're building a new home, Randy offers phased inspections along the way to ensure things are done right. If you're selling a home, find out from Randy what, if anything, needs to be addressed before going on the market. Visit HomeInspectorVoice.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. HomeInspector.com or 208 208- 914-5793. For professional and efficient storage solutions, Storage Evolution is the answer. Renting storage space is not only expensive, it's not very convenient. And perhaps with a little creativity mixed with the versatile and well-designed products from Storage Evolution, you just might be able to turn that garage into a new play area or an exercise studio or maybe, just maybe, a place to park your cars. <gasps> Imagine that. Uh, you need your things. Lawn and garden tools, toys, sporting equipment, or that extra set of tires. Storage Evolution has a way to get it organized, safe, and secure. Storage Evolution will design a system to fit your stuff and your budget. Installation is fast with built-in cabinets or infinitely adjustable monkey bars. Don't forget your pantry, closet, mudroom, or laundry room because Storage Evolution is an organized living dealer and can help there, too. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit garagesolutionsboise.com. There is the zero-res way to clean carpets, and then there's the way that most others do it. Zero-res uses powered water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets cleaner, all while not leaving behind a crunchy, sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. This means your carpets not only get cleaner, but they stay cleaner longer. Zero-res cleans upholstery, outdoor patio furniture, tile floors, wood floors, and more. They remove pet and food stains and can restore 
restore damaged areas. Zero Res also cleans area rugs and stair runners, and Zero Res is a certified master rug cleaner, having been trained to clean the most delicate of antique rugs and textiles. For professional service, respect of your home and your schedule, book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for ZeroRes. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. You're going to be building a pergola, a gazebo, a patio cover, and anything like that. I'm sorry. What's a pergola? A pergola? Okay, that can have some different definitions. A pergola, when I think of that, is a free-standing structure as opposed to like a patio cover, which is hooked to your home. So this is more free-standing. Gazebos are usually maybe rounded, octagon, or squared to where they become an enclosed dedicated space with a decorative roof. A pergola is more flat on top with just some dimensional lumber like two by six, two by eights or something on a, uh, a joisting system, not designed to keep out any water. Okay. If it rains, it comes on right. through. Okay. Now the, I know what you're talking gazebos about. Gazebos may have an actual roof. Okay. I'm good. Uh, Thank you. That's okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, so if you're building one of these, but let's say this pergola or a gazebo has going to have, or a patio cover, have lattice on the roof, the flat surface or whatever it is, to provide a little bit of sunscreen just to break up some of it. Because again, putting these panels up there, if we think about the grid of a privacy panel, compared to the grid of, you know, maybe like a garden panel, depending how far the slats are put apart, because that can be the manufacturer. They may spread them out a little bit more. You will get a certain percentage of coverage, of, of shading from them. The thing that I would say, though, is that for the heavy-duty panels that we talked about, which are made out of the much thicker slats, a... 16-inch on center framing pattern for the roof system where you don't exceed an open cavity of more than 16 inches would probably work pretty good. Some people will place these panels just right on top. Some of them will put cleats around an opening, cut them to fit, and drop them in like ceiling tiles so that they could even be removed uh, perhaps for certain times of year for winter storage or something. But I wouldn't exceed a 16-inch uh, on-center framing system for this. Uh, if you're using the thinner panels or even the plastic panels, I would go with a 12-inch on-center framing pattern uh, just because those panels aren't going to take the, the gravity real well over time of a wider spacing, but they should be able to span 12 inches um, fairly durably over time. Uh, all edges of these panels uh, should be capped or trimmed 
or concealed or pinched down in some form. That will add a lot of life to the panel right there. Uh, staining the wood panels, if you're going to do this, it's much better to do that ahead of time before you install them because you could lay them down on a piece of plastic on a flat surface. You could take a roller and roll out the stain on them, flip them over. If there's stain all over the plastic, you can puddle it up and get it back onto the roller and doing that and just give them a really good soaking and then stand them up and uh, drain them off, brush them down. Painting them is uh, kind of done in the same manner. It's, it's, it's very hard. It can be very frustrating if you're trying to just paint them with a brush. So panels like that tend to be sprayed uh, much easier and much more effectively. You just have to get at it from all sides and in the edges because then you get it up there and you go, oh, look at that. I missed it from the right side on the bottom or something. And uh, so staining the panels is a lot easier than painting them, but because uh, you can kind of be kind of sloppy with the, the stain, but when you stand it up and brush it down and drain it off, it always looks like the hero then. You can't do that with paint so much. Just know that if you're doing painting, you're going to waste a lot of lot of product because anywhere there's not lattice, you're going to paint that also. Um, attaching the panels is best done with screws. You would want to pre-drill any of this material before you run a screw through it so you don't split it. So pre-drill everything. Uh, whether it's plastic or the uh, or the the wood. Uh, recently, though, however, there has been a lot of alternative panels that are starting to show up with the modern design trends that are coming out and the use of steel in designer elements. Uh, we're seeing sheets and panels, everything from three foot square to four by eight sheets that are made out of metal. Some of them are stainless steel, some of them are copper, some of them are powder-coated steel, uh, different types, painted different colors, all kinds of things, and a pretty big variety of modern or classic stamped uh, filigree or design craftsman-type patterns. Um, Wait till you see the sticker price on some of these panels, though. I did a little searching, and a 4 by 8 sheet of this one particular metal panel, which had some really neat uh, kind of craftsman characteristics to it, was $400 for one panel. So that can add up uh, if, they, if they really catch your eye. So just uh, just be ready for those. Uh, let's go to Don in Eagle. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Joe. Hi. We used to be able to get screening done at Ace. Are they still doing it? Do you know? Rescreening of a screen? I don't believe they are. I don't think so. I I wondered that too. I know that they did bring a, a small engine repair shop into the facility and do that, but I I'm not certain about the rescreening. That would be a that would be worth a phone call to them though, because uh, that's a real art to doing that, isn't it? It is. Do you know anybody else that does if they don't? Yeah, virtually all of the glass shops. Uh, Roadrunner Glass on Fairview, uh, Atkinson's on Orchard. Anybody that sells window glass and windows, they they will do that also because they've got those big tables set up and they can make it so they don't collapse the screens to the inside and um, keep keep them from getting distorted and everything. And they'll have all the splining and the different uh, types of screen and that so you know we're we're back there to the traditional 
glass shops. They they all do that. Um, okay. But yeah, um, good thing though. I'll I'll check on uh, uh, B's Ace Hardware there in Eagle too because he's got another store up on uh, uh, what is it? It's on Fairview and Five Mile. Um, so they may offer it out of that store, and they just don't do Eagle. What was anymore. the name of this new store? It's B's the the letter B B apostrophe S. The owner's name is Brandon. And uh, kind of his nickname that his wife gave him is she just calls him B. And so when they needed a name for the store, it was it was B's Ace Hardware. <laughs> and that, that just kind of st- stuck. But, uh, yeah, everybody just says the Ace Hardware store, you know, because uh, it's the neighborhood Ace Hardware. His is just B's Ace Hardware. So where are they located in Eagle? Uh, same place where Evans Building Center was. Oh, is that right? Yeah, same building. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate you, it. You bet, Don. Thanks for the call. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break. You could be up next, but you would have to grab your phone and punch in the following. 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. And you and I can talk. What are you working on? Anything I can help out with to make your day, your weekend Maybe even your home improvement summer a little bit easier for you. Let me know. I'd like to try to help the best I can. 208-336-3700. We'll be right back. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to 670 KBOI. When you need news and information, there's only one place to be. 670 KBOI. When you're ready to talk to someone about buying or selling a home, know that if you make a call to Matt Bowsher, you'll be treated with the respect and professionalism with all of your concerns and goals in mind. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. You've also heard that he's been able to take care of people when others have failed or lost interest. Matt is good at what he does. And when it's your turn, you want the best. Choose Matt Bowsher as your realtor, and you'll be making the right choice. Visit BowsherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bowsher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, or your choice of radio shows, or sexual orientation, or any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Next time we build a house, we are getting a central vacuum system. Have you said that? Well, why wait? Coltrane Central Vac are experts in installing powerful and convenient central vac systems in existing homes. And the quick convenience of a retractable hose that stores out of sight and out of the way, and automatic dustpans that allow you to just sweep into a baseboard port in between full cleanings. Don't wait any longer. Most installations can be done start to finish in one day. Call Coltrin Central Vac and schedule an appointment for a quote or submit your request online. After that, a technician from Coltrin Central Vac will visit your home to discuss your specific needs and will give you a firm and accurate quote right then and there. If you would like to preview your choices, visit the Coltrin Central Vac showroom at 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Here you can test drive all the different systems and accessories. For questions or an in-home estimate, call 208-895-8900 for Culture and Central Vacuums. 
your dryer is probably working overtime right now, so this is a great time to make sure the vent is clean and clear and ready for whatever comes its way. The Dryer Vent Wizard does dryer vent cleaning to a level that will impress even you. It's more than just the vent. It's making sure the dryer is in proper condition and clean, not only to dry your clothes, but to make sure your home is safe from fire. It's true. Improperly vented dryers and plugged vent lines account for over 15,000 house fires a year. And also, a restricted dryer vent can cause your dryer to work much harder, which costs you more on your utility bill, and you can damage expensive parts of your dryer. Well, call Mike at the Dryer Vent Wizard and let him take care of this for you. Call the Dryer Vent Wizard. They might even find those missing socks. 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Online at idadryerguy.com. The best detailed cars come rolling out of Auto Detail Plus. George is having a great time and appreciates all of you who listen to this show and have brought your cars to him. George is offering to you, the Home Fix listener, and only to you, a very special deal. His full auto detail cleaning package, which is well over $250 worth of work, to you for just $150. And if you'd like to add on some other services, like a cut and buff of your exterior paint finish so it looks showroom fresh again, or any of the other services he offers, just ask George and he will quote you a special price. Tell George that you listened to the Home Fix Show and heard about this special on today's show when you call. It's been tough on all of us lately and you and your car deserve a little pampering. Call George to make an appointment at Auto Detail Plus, 208-936-0953. Auto Detail Plus at 208-936-0953. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. A little follow-through from last week's program. Two things were mentioned on there that several of you sent emails about wanting phone numbers and contact information that I have not posted on the uh, the HomeFix uh, trusted resource list yesterday or last week um, yet. Uh, last Saturday on the program, we spoke with Jonah from the Woodcraft uh, of Boise store about a new operation, a new service, a new facility that they have available for us, which is called uh, the, it, it, they kind of have their own company name for it. It's Hinterland Manufacturing, Hinter, H-I-N-T-E-R-L-A-N-D, Hinterland Manufacturing. Um, Jonah is running this. It's uh, It's his business within the business and what they have purchased and brought in and set up and are using is a huge uh, computer numerically controlled, a CNC machine, a routing machine. It's it's a router that uh, if you picture it, it's like you see in assembly plants where it can move on the x-axis back and forth and then also on the y-axis from side to side and also can move up and down on the on the other the z-axis and so in all three planes that this operates in these router bits which it goes to its own little compartment and picks up the proper one for what it needs to do it's really 
quite fascinating to watch the intelligence contained in this machine, which Jonah has obviously told it what to do. Uh, they can cut out for you cabinets and the components, all the boxes, all the parts and pieces for drawers, signs, prototyping, all different kinds of things that you want to build can be cut out of this, as well as doing surfacing to get like a flat surface on something that's not flat. This thing will make, you know, the repetitive passes across it, like a, a slab that you have that you want to make a mantle out of or a tabletop or something. Um, they're soon to be adding into the facility. They've been waiting for it to arrive, much like shortages and delays in many things in our world today. Uh, they're waiting for a 51-inch dual drum sander to come in, where he said they could have two different grits on it. So the first sanding would take place to remove uh, the bulk of material, let's say, and then the second sanding as it passes through, all in the same pass, uh, would would finish the surface a little bit better. So you could laminate or glue up, you know, a, a large piece of something or a door and then uh, run that through this, this sander. That's the type of services they'll be providing there. So the number to reach Hinterland Manufacturing is the same as the Woodcraft store right now, which is 338-1190, if you need to talk to Jonah about this. But um, I heard from several people that said, well, this would be great because we want to remodel our cabin, you know, this summer, and uh, we wanted to get all new kitchen cabinets, but we didn't want to have to rent a trailer and everything to haul it up there. Well, Jonah can do what's called flat packs, where he can make all the cabinet parts and pieces and stack them in the proper order so that when you get there, you just start kind of assembling them kind of like Ikea style, except maybe with a little higher quality. And uh, he can build those for you to custom sizes. You don't have to just take what's available out of a catalog. So if you need a bathroom vanity cabinet that's 53 inches wide or something, he can make that for you. And you want it to be 40 inches tall instead of 36 because you're six foot tall and you want a taller vanity cabinet. He can make that for you. He can make anything you want. So talk to him there. Uh, that was uh, last week. And then also we had some listener feedback from uh, Trisha in Eagle. We were talking with a, a person the previous week about doing a, a fairly cost effective makeover of a kitchen because she was going to be selling her house. And Trisha told us about a company that she had great success with, and people were saying, what was the name of that? How, what's the phone number for them? Uh, that company was called The Cab Rehab. Uh, cab Rehab, C-A-B as in like the first three letters of the word cabinet. So it's thecabrehab.com, and uh, their phone number is 208-989-4730. I will get that up on the list with the next update probably in about a month. So for right now, you better write that down. Thecabrehab.com and it's 208-989-4730. Okay, off to Garden City. Let's talk with Sherry. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Joe. Hi. Hi. I have remodeled my kitchen. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I had to move my washer and dryer to the garage. And we had to put the dryer bench straight up and out the roof. Okay. Now, the lint is all over my roof. <laughs> okay. I can see do that. You any, do you have any suggestions for what I can do to, 
either extend that dryer vent or um, what can I do with that lint on my roof? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'll bet the birds like it. I bet you they pick it up and make nests out of it. <laughs> Do uh, you? Okay, you know, that's, it, that's a good thing. <laughs> it could be, it could be. Um, I'm wondering why you're getting so much out there, because when we've spoke with Mike Alder, he's the owner of the Dryer Vent Wizard, you know, the guy uh-huh. that comes and cleans those out, you know, once every couple of years for you or something, and uh, checks uh-huh. all your hoses and everything. He He's always told me that if you're getting that much lint outside, there might be something else going on inside your dryer, like a screen that is torn or it's not fitting the way that it should, or perhaps a gasket somewhere around that screen that may need to be replaced. Because if you've got that much escaping out onto your roof, you know, you've got, you're getting probably a little more of an abnormal build up inside that pipe also and we know that that's not healthy for the system Um, so you may want to make that phone call to mike and just have him come kind of tear things down and look at it a little bit and see if he spots anything i believe there's also a way to put a secondary pre-filter on that line before it goes up and out onto your roof which could catch some more also beyond what the the lint screen and the dryer itself does. Okay. And that may be just what you have to do. Um, yeah, okay. I've, I've heard about that where people say, you know, I've got my dryer vent, it's out by my front porch or my back patio, and there's always this pile of lint there. Um, yeah. And, and it should not be that way. Uh, all that lint in dryer vents and stuff, there's uh, there might be something else we could do, but that's where Mike would have to look at your system and see if there's a recommendation. It may just be the way your dryer is and there's just nothing you're going to do about it. So, um, I guess, <laughs> Thanks, that, that, yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> hey, it's the truth, but sometimes it hurts. Uh, you know, you, you may just have to, yeah. Otherwise Baird's dry cleaning. I hear they do a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. All right, Sherry. Thanks for the call. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Uh, we got to take a break. We got to take a break. This this will be a good call, and I want to give it the time it deserves. So, uh, Mike, stay on the line. We'll come back and wrap up uh, this portion of the show with you. We've got another half hour coming up after the ten o'clock news break. So, uh, yeah, don't give up on us. If you still have questions you want to ask, call in. Let's get you on the phone lines and get that taken care of. At two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero two zero eight. Three three six three seven zero zero. This is the Home Fix Show. We'll be back. Talk with Mike and Boise, and perhaps you right after this break. You're on the Home Fix Show on six seventy KBOI. The news when you need it, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and when it breaks, breaks. on six seventy KBOI. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox home comfort systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments 
options for six months when you finance a new Linux system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Linux dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. The warmth and visual richness of a finely crafted hardwood floor is a very special element of your house. And the choices you have for wood species, widths, and patterns has never been greater. Integrity Hardwood Floors will provide you with the highest quality installation and the best finish in the hardwood floor industry. Your complete and total satisfaction for every board they install. Every square foot of floor they finish or refinish is all that is acceptable to them. A beautiful hardwood floor is a complete process. And if you invite Carl from Integrity Hardwood Floors to your home, You'll understand every step of the way. Integrity Hardwood Floors is a Bona certified craftsman contractor and are experts with all Bona finishing and cleaning products. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Carl at Integrity Hardwood Floors. Call 208-724-9445. Online at IntegrityHardwoodFloor.com. 208-724-9445. That's 208-724-9445. Granite and solid surface countertops have taken over the countertop world. Once only for the ultimate in high-end kitchens, popularity of these materials has brought the prices down where quality countertops are within the reach of almost every kitchen budget. Cutting Edge Kitchens would like to help you with your new countertops. Cutting Edge Kitchens fabricators and installers are true professional and craftspeople. They will show you the difference between average and exceptional. Call and schedule your first discussion with Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208 344 Three four zero four. And for those of you already enjoying stone and solid surface countertops, if you ever need help with repairs from a chipped edge, a crack, or a sink that was not mounted properly, even stains and scratches, call for the Stone Medics to come and take care of you. It's the same phone number, 208-344-3404. So for new countertops, call Cutting Edge Kitchens, and any repairs that you may need, call the Stone Medics at 208 344 3404. It's really nice outside now, so run with us and save $300 on select X300 series lawn tractors at your local John Deere dealer, Campbell Tractor, during deer season. Plus, enjoy low-rate financing and free delivery when purchased online. Productivity and versatility are key to how we run. That's why the Select Series lawn tractors are engineered to till and mulch and haul and bag and plow and fertilize and seed and sweep and, of course, mow. So what are you waiting for? Our deer season sales event won't last forever. Contact your dealer today and find out why nothing runs like a deer. Some conditions apply. Offer ends May 3, 2021. See johndeere.com slash lawn tractors or contact Campbell Tractor at 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa. Stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, Ontario, and Burns. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on The Home Fix Show. I appreciate everyone that is currently listening or joined us for any portion in the program and those yet to come today. So thank you for participating with us as 
much as you possibly can on your valuable Saturday mornings. Let's go to Boise and talk with Mike. Good morning, Mike. Well, 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 it's nice to talk to you again. You too. All right. What I got is a concrete slab, The well, we'll just say the driveway, and where it meets the garage, mm-hmm. there's that one-inch uh, uh, expansion joint there. And uh, I don't know how deep it is. But anyway, uh, mine is really looking kind of shabby. <clears throat> and uh, I found out there's some kind of a, it's almost like a, I don't want to, maybe rubber type gasket. You just kind of shove in there and it kind of interlocks and makes it all look smooth and purdy and uh, keeps the weeds from growing up and uh, the gravel and the weeds and sand that seems to, you know, get in that uh, right, joint right. out of it. But, man, that stuff is expensive. My goodness, I think uh, for my application, I have to be like, uh, you know, like 40 feet of it I have to buy. Uh, uh, it's a little bit less than an inch wide. But anyway, it was something like $80. And uh, I'm just looking for another alternative. Yeah. Uh, good-looking things are expensive. <laughs> you know, that's the, uh, you know, the, the shiny new Corvette compared to the Toyota Camry. <laughs> There's a, there is a price difference there, isn't there? Um so let's look at uh, uh, about 90% of what you said there could also be done with an alternative product. Uh, we need to know that that expansion joint that is in there does serve a, pers- a purpose uh, of taking the expansion and contraction of that slab and keeps it uh, you know, from cracking and doing damage. So if you're after the cosmetics of it uh there's another way to do this now do you still have that fibrous material is that still in place uh yeah it was kind of like a i don't want to call it a wafer board but uh yeah um yeah yeah i i put that in probably eight years ago yeah and it looks pretty bad, and it's for some reason got kind of tore up a little bit. Well, sure, it's just a yeah, it's 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 like a thick felt material or a homosote material or something. So, yeah, it it I don't know that it was ever meant to you know be a, a forever type thing, especially with you know water and ice and all the other junk in there. So what I do is I you know vacuum that out, clean it out the best you can, make sure that uh, what fiberboard is there is down below the surface plane of the finished concrete joint by about a quarter of an inch. And you can achieve that even with a block of wood and a heavy hammer and just pound it down in there a little bit more if it is sitting a little bit tall, um, if it's sitting a little bit low, that's not such a big deal. And what I would use then, instead of getting like a pre-manufactured, you know, rubber gasket to go in there, just uh, stick something on each end of it uh, to keep it from leaking out. But I would use a liquid crack filler that's called Sikaflex, S-I-K-A. F L E X. Okay. All right. It's called Sikaflex. It comes in either gallon jugs, which is more of a professional use situation, or caulking gun tubes. And you could get a few tubes of that for your caulking gun, and you just squirt that stuff in there, and it's kind of a runny liquid, about like pancake batter. 
and it seeks its own level. So you squirt a bunch of this stuff in there and you come back in, you know, an hour and you notice that it kind of soaked in over here. It's got a low spot there. So you can squirt some more on top of it and kind of just keep building it up until you got a nice even layer, not something that's overflowing. You don't want to take a knife and try to trowel it out or anything. Just kind of slowly add to it till you get it to where it looks real nice. And then over the course of the next uh, 24 hours or so, this will dry and turn into a rubberized material. And you've basically made a custom gasket in there. And going across most driveways like that, if you say 40 feet, that's probably, what, a four-car wide driveway? Uh, it's a, a widened two-and-a-half Okay. Uh, yeah. Driveway. You're probably going to go through five or six tubes at maybe seven bucks a tube. So you're going to go through probably half as much as what that other one would cost you. And I kind of like this one a little bit better because uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot less frustrating to try to install it. And it, what I heard when you said that about this rubber strip, I just pictured something that was going to be all lumpy and bumpy that the snow shovel would get caught on and it'd be you know popping loose here and not over there and then you're going to get mad at it and rip it all out and then end up doing what i was telling you here anyway so i, I, I think i'd try this this material if you go to like lowe's or uh home depot or something i believe they i know home depot did they sold the uh sikaflex product it's in the aisle where all their uh bagged concrete mixes and all their uh you know crack filling and patching materials it's all there in these yellow and orange tubes okay now uh if i do it the way you're suggesting once i uh do i pull that old uh uh, uh previous stuff there away for board or no 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 out? no no you need to leave that there yeah, either that or you're going to go through $250 worth of this stuff because you want to use that as a filler. This is just the top quarter inch. So just make sure that the you know, now if you're missing any of that stuff, you're going to want to backfill it with like some sand or some uh, you know, uh rigid foam insulation or something. You you only want this to be like the top quarter inch of material. That's all you need. Okay, uh, I thought maybe I'd use that foam backer rod uh, stuff down in there. Well, you can, but why take out what's already there? I mean, it's it's doing the job. It's just ugly for you. This this will fix yeah. fix it all up, and you'll just entomb it down there forever. Right over the top of it. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Well, you keep on with the show. You do a great job and listen to you since the late eighties. Nice. Thank you, Mike, for being such a. A long-term guy. I got a few more years left in me. I'll I'll keep trying. <laughs> you keep I listening, so. and I'll I'll be here too. Thank you. All right, let's uh, wrap it up for this hour. We've got the news coming up here in just a little bit. You can still be part of the show in the next hour if you call in right now. We can talk two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero. Emails can also be sent to Joe at JoePrin.com. P R I N Joe at joeprin.com because we know some of you aren't listening to this show live as it airs on saturday morning who knows when you're listening to this but boy we're glad that you are and if you have questions i'm available to you so uh you know you're you may not be listening in real time but i can still talk to you in real time send me an email to joe at joeprin.com p-r-i-n anytime you have questions and i'll do my best to respond as 
quickly as I possibly can. Thanks for being with us. We're going to be back after the news. Look forward to more of your phone calls here, 208-336-3700. You're listening to The Home Fix Show here on 670 KBOI. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. All right, here we go. The final stretch of The Home Fix Show for this Saturday morning. Thanks for being with us. We've got about half an hour left here, a little less than that. So if you have any questions for me, now's the time, 208-336-3700. Let's talk about what type of home improvement projects you've got going, questions you might have. Maybe you're going to get a new house, building a new house. Maybe you're tearing one down and trying to, Fix it up. Who knows? Whatever. I, mean, I can help you here. Materials, contractors, prices, sequencing. Maybe you're getting a couple different opinions. Maybe you just want to punch your husband in the arm and say, see, I told you so. Joe said that was right. 208-336-3700. Let's go to the phones. Talk with Doug in Meridian. Good morning, Doug. Sounds like you got a new new toy to play with. I do. Um, (laughs) It it seems seems like you only started a half hour ago, 930. (laughs) The programs go so fast. They do. Um, I I have a project for using um, pocket hold jig. Have you ever used that before? Yeah, the uh, the Craig brand pocket jig is the most famous one. That's... uh... Yeah, it's gained a tremendous amount of uh, followers and popularity, as as well as criticism uh, from some uh, woodworking purists, uh, saying it's a quick and easy way out. It's a uh, an ugly way of accomplishing certain things, but uh, for the right project, it, they're fantastic. I uh, I bought my kit at Woodcraft, probably like you did, and. Um, I got one of the, yeah, I got kind of this, this medium grade kit, which is a bench top version of that with a clamping system. And for those that don't know what this is, you, you, you probably have these on some piece of furniture, some piece of cabinetry in your home. And usually what you do is if you can see the back side of a finished piece of woodwork, that's where you identify this. The, uh, the pocket jig, what it is, is a device that clamps onto uh, an edge or a piece of uh, wood or you, you position it in a way that you take a drill and with a, a, a predetermined drill bit size and the right positioning of the jig, you drill a hole at a very shallow angle. That's what the purpose of the jig is, is to right. create that hole. And it drills this hole down to just the right place where it finally stops. And then with the special screws that they have for this, you can run those screws in there and join together quite tightly and flushly and neatly two pieces of material by just butting them together. You don't have to do a mortise and tenon joint. You don't have to do an overlapping uh, double dado kind of lapping joint of some sort. Um, it's a way that, uh, we can create certain things a little more easily and quickly than what, uh, some other more traditional woodworking joinery techniques would allow for. And once you get good with one of those little jigs, uh, and you start finding all the different ways to use it and, uh, in different methods, they're, 
they're pretty amazing on what they can what they can do to uh, to help you out through some of these projects. I know. It's, um, I got the three ten. It's just a, the I guess the baby project. Well, the yeah, project. there's a couple of those where, I mean, it's it's nothing bigger than what fits in the palm of your hand. It's a little blue block of plastic with a couple holes in it on an angle, and you actually just clamp it down onto uh, whatever you're doing this with, with a bar clamp or a C-clamp or something, and do that. that right. That's kind of the <laughs> that's kind of the entry level drug <laughs> of this thing. Everybody yeah. buys that one because you get it for like nineteen bucks, and you get a a drill bit with it, and you get you know four or five little bags of different screws, and uh, you try it a couple times, and you think, oh, this is kind of nice. This makes me look good. I kind of <laughs> yeah, I look like I know what I'm yeah, doing I- with this, and then you find out. Oh, but if I want to do a thicker material, I can't do that. Or I can't do two at once with this. So I need the other one. Or, and then that's where you move on up the system all the way up to some very professional level stuff. But, you know, just for the home hobbyist, you know, building some shelving or cabinetry or some boxes or something, you'll have fun with this. It'll treat you well. This is a single hole one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, I, you got to get out a project or a little steps tool. Yeah, you you got to get used to this thing. You got to you got to learn how to do it, and you know get things at the proper depth. So, you know, do read all the instructions and the setup stuff. Uh, when, I, when I first did it, I, I I grabbed this piece of wood that I had and I put the drill bit in there, and I went all the way through the wood, and then I looked at the end, and I got a hole as big as you know, coming out the other side as I had in the middle. And then it was, oh, I guess I'm supposed to set this little collar on the bit and make sure that it doesn't go all the way through, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a little learning curve there. But, uh, yeah, I'd say you, what you ought to do is just go out there with a bunch of blocks of wood and try drilling a bunch of holes and screwing it together and see how it works. Uh, the thing that I think you need to remember, too, yeah, re- remember, too, that those that that drill bit that you use that's the magic of the the system really and that drill bit needs to be incredibly sharp and well cared for because if that thing ever starts getting dull uh it's just gonna be miserable trying to use this thing so the nice sharp drill bit uh is is really critical to make that that system work well one of the um the youtube projects the guy tells how to sharpen those you use these um, like a card um, sharpener. Yeah. And um, yeah, good good luck with that. Two or two or three um, slides of it, and it sharpens it. Yep. Real quick. Yeah, I don't um, believe I don't but I don't believe that for a minute. I it, oh, it just bothers me watching these guys sharpen chisels and knives and stuff because you know then they perfectly cut you know they, they pull a hair off their head and they can split it in half or you know do this kind of stuff <laughs> there is such an art to sharpening anything that i think any yeah. of these videos especially if the purpose of the video is to sell you the product i guarantee you that they are not showing you everything <laughs> I will guarantee you that. It's in a long time. Yeah, and then also you need to ask yourself: Look, I can buy a brand new bit for seven ninety nine, and the sharpener is going to cost me thirty nine dollars. You know, now how many of those bits is Doug really going to go through over the next ten years? <laughs> Two of them, maybe, maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth the effort, buddy. Not worth the effort. Yeah. 
Hey. Um, I was just going to say the comment you there were t- someone was talking about um, for eight, that Ace Hardware bees. Yeah. Hardware. Yes. Um, that's that's what I do with my my son's name is Brandon also. Hmm. And every once in a while I'll text him and say, "B, what's going on?" Yeah. See, it must <laughs> must be a must be a B thing. Hey, Doug. Thanks. We got to yeah, get our last sure. break squeezed in here for uh, for the show for today. Thank you very much for your call. Have fun with that. Uh, that pocket jig. And if anybody wants to explore those, uh, the Woodcraft store stocks every single item from that, that company, I believe, and every fastener that goes with it. And if they don't, they'll get it for you. So uh, they'll even show you how to use it there. And uh, when we do like the woodworking expos and stuff, and uh, there's going to be some of that coming up again this year, they usually have somebody there demonstrating that so you can see the product in action and give it a, give it a try for yourself. That's what's so cool about the, uh, the Woodcraft store. You can learn that stuff right there and put your hands on it. We'll be back with more phone calls and wrap up the show for this Saturday right after this. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to 670 KBOI. News, talk, sports, weather, traffic, and more. And more. The one place to get it all. News Talk 670 KBOI. Mortgage interest rates are very, very low right now. You've heard some of the numbers. It's just amazing. You may be in the perfect position right now, not only to reduce your interest rate, but you may be able to refinance and reduce your payment or pay off your house sooner, saving you thousands of dollars. Terry Hefner and the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decision you can. Terry's a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time home buyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Give them a call at 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS number 95796, company number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Renewable Energy Northwest starts the same way all the other PV companies start, with a copy of your power bill. The big difference is this is their starting point. One customer asked them to improve their power costs. The review came up with these solutions. Update the current HVAC system to an energy-efficient 21-sear heat pump system for a 20% savings. Install a solar thermal HVAC solution for heating water and assisting home heating for a 30% energy savings. Insulation improvements for 10 percent more energy savings, identification of inefficient appliances to be retired or replaced for an additional 5% energy savings, and these options resulted in a 65% energy reduction in the home. Now the solar PV needs to only cover the remaining 35%. Renewable Energy Northwest has a solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. There are certain times when buildings and homes require a flat or low-sloping roof. When that happens, Precision Single Ply is your contractor for the best in materials and trained, skilled installers to handle the job. Drainage and flashings must be done right to ensure a leak-free space underneath. Insulation and even the fasteners have evolved recently, and single-ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is designed properly for your situation. Trust the decades of experience the professionals at Precision Single Ply bring to your job. They'll work with your budget and do their best to provide you the highest quality products the industry has to offer. If you're needing to repair or upgrade your existing flat or low sloping roof, give Precision Single Ply a call and schedule your quote. 
Annual maintenance and inspections are also available, even if someone else installed your roof. Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208-939-9979. Joe Prin here from the Home Fix Radio Show, and right now, many of you are probably thinking about a bathroom remodeling project. You've seen things on TV and in the magazines and on social media, but what really are the best products for you? Well, I would suggest you talk to the professionals at Custom Bath Solutions in Meridian to help guide you through this process. At Custom Bath Showroom in Meridian, you'll see locally manufactured Best Bath and Custom Marble shower products that eliminate the need to scrub grout, clean, and seal like your tile showers. They build showers specifically for you and can remodel your entire bathroom. Custom Bath Solutions offers products that are easy to access for safety and have custom options like a river rock floor and tile inlays in the walls. Visit Custom Bath at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call them at 208-888-7561 to schedule a free in-home consultation. For bathroom remodeling, I recommend Custom Bath Solutions. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. Let's take a little drive to Horseshoe Bend and talk with Steve. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for the call. Good. Hey, I'm building a house, uh, pretty much the general on it, and I have a living space above the garage, and I also framed a wall about six feet in from the above the garage doors, and I have OSB up there. I need to figure out a way to waterproof that and put some type of a decking material on it. I've called a couple of professionals, and I just don't get any calls back. So I'm thinking I have to take this on myself. Do you have any ideas? Hmm. Who is your contractor again? Because they should know how to do this. Uh, I'm doing it myself. I know. I was teasing you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, So let's, let's take a look at this. So the decking that you have exposed out to the world is the same decking that is in the living space on the other side of the wall? Correct. Okay. OSB. All right. So it's the, uh, is it like a seven-eighths or a three-quarter tongue and groove? It's seven-eighths tongue right. and groove. All right. And those tongue and grooves are designed to absorb a little bit of expansion and contraction. So the first thing you're going to need to do is probably run some caulking, uh, something like a big stretch material down any of those grooves that are open. And then, you know, putty knife that off and seal those grooves because we don't want uh, any moisture to get down in there, obviously. Um, Right. Any of the outside walls that you can seal off with caulking, anything you can do to potentially keep any moisture from getting in sideways or in the edges or anything, do that as you build this as much as you possibly can. And I would also put a little bit of sealant over the top of every single fastener, every staple or nail or screw that's holding down that decking. I would just hand apply just a little smear of this over the top of that. Then, then after that, as far as a painting material to seal it, you should be able to run something like Sherman Williams porch and deck paint over the top of that, uh, two good coats of that material. 
Um, it's a very expensive paint. It's somewhere in the $70 a gallon range, but you would uh, put a couple coats of that and seal it. It's designed to take heat and cold and foot traffic and all of that, and now it is sealed. Um, so now, what do you want to do? Do you want to put something else over the top of this? You know, if we can have some type of a texture with it, I wouldn't mind just having that. Okay. Uh, but we've also talked about putting some type of a decking material. I found something online that's an aluminum, but then I run into more problems because it has to have a slope for them to guarantee it. Right. And my uh, door jam's only three-quarters of an inch above the OSB, so now I have to take my door back out. So Yeah, this, this, is, this is where we're going to run into the biggest problem because um, even the... Uh, the, the different liquid membranes that you can apply as well as some of the, the sheet goods and things like that, they're all going to require some type of drainage capability, uh, right. you know, to, to shed that, that water off of there. So you, you, you probably are going to have to create that. You're probably going to need to raise that door jam up and actually have a step over and uh, perhaps even cut some tapered, shims and put down another finish layer over the top of it so it can drain out uh through some you know scuppers out there on the outside edge of that the downhill side because the only other thing i could think of is is for you to put down like a single ply membrane material like the guys at precision single ply use on roofs and and lay yeah. that sheet in there and bring it up the <clears throat> the side walls you know about you know, a foot high, maybe even a little higher in Horseshoe Bend because of the snow loads, and seal that all off. And in that, you know, you've basically got this big giant rubber bladder in there. And then on top of that, you could put some some sleepers down and put redwood boards or, you know, some other type of uh, composite lumber decking material just laid on there, kind of like a you know, a ship uh, has those removable, you know, walking plank dock things kind of stuff. But um, okay. you're going to have trouble with this with, with no drainage. Um, I'm almost tempted to tell you while you're building this to start exploring some kind of a drain in the center of this thing and uh, pipe that in underneath and through the roof of your garage and out the sidewall into a, a downspout or something. Because uh, otherwise, it's just going to fill up with water, isn't it? Well, if we can get a slope on there, we, it, it, it would be fine. But other than that, yes. Yeah. yeah. There, there's plenty of walkable surfaces that can go on there. You know, all these guys that do these epoxy coatings on garage floors, uh, you know, that's kind of a similar technology. The thing is, though, you need something that's very rubberized. And, uh, yeah, there are a lot of companies that do that, but, you know, everybody's so busy right now. And um, I, I'm sure it would work. Um, <clears throat> I'm just concerned about the long-term du durability. So, yeah, we need to explore that right. a little. I wonder what else you could do to get some <clears throat> some drainage into that. You've already got this, this sheeting down, though, don't you? Yes, the OSB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how difficult would it be to get that off of there? Are the well, I mean, are, I, are the outside walls already on it? Yes, I did uh, inside concrete forms. So, okay. 
So there's there's no way to pull up this sheathing and then kind of cut back a slope on the the floor joists a little bit and get it to maybe even drain to the middle. <clears throat> well, I that's not fun. The concrete on the out. No. Yeah, that's not. Fun. No, that that would be. That'd yeah. be tough. Okay, so what we got to look at is how how can this be waterproofed? You know, several times over so that we don't have a bunch of leakage into the garage <laughs> through the ceiling right eventually yeah and even yeah. in fact ha- have you sheetrocked the inside of the garage or anything yet just finished <clears throat> insulation sheetrock and oh and, boy so. okay okay i was going yeah. i was going to try to think if there was some way to put something in there just in case so yeah we're going to need to really really do a a great job of sealing that so i i definitely get some paint on it as soon as possible uh, no matter what happens after that. But I would still try to do whatever you can to contact some of these deck and patio contractors and okay. and find out if there is some type of a, a decorative, liquid, walkable coating that can go over the top of this. I'm just hoping that they don't say, oh, well, you shouldn't have painted it. So you... Yeah, you know we're well, not expecting I'll, I'll a lot of right yeah. Before you paint, yeah. uh, let's let's keep trying to get a hold of some of these people because you know they'll say, "Oh yeah, my product would have worked great," but now you got to take all that paint off, sand it off because I won't guarantee right. it if it's over the paint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's explore that some more before you go on and uh, send me an email about this to Joe at JoePrin.com, and I'll see what I can find out uh, and, and get back to you on that. Thanks for the call. Hey, we got to go. I'm afraid we're out of time. Back next week. See you then. Concrete leveling can help prevent expensive demolition and reconstruction work. No longer do you always need to remove the sunken slab sections of your patio, driveway, sidewalk, or other concrete flat work. Concrete leveling by Go Green Concrete Lifting is a less costly and quicker solution that will raise sunken concrete back to its proper level. This is the perfect choice for garage floors, porches, pool decks, concrete steps, office floors, and driveways and sidewalks. Concrete lifting eliminates the liability of trip hazards at a fraction of the cost of replacement. And it is done in hours, not days. You can walk or drive on the repaired area immediately. There is no damage to your grass or landscaping. Sound like the solution for you? Call Go Green for concrete lifting at 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com. Go Green for concrete lifting, 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com. Go Green for concrete lifting, 208-912-0028. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox Home Comfort Systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments 
plans for six months when you finance a new Linux system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Linux dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. 